protested the Vietnam War, or helped build the labor movement, or prayed with Cesar Chavez. Barack Obama was raising the banner of what he hopes will be the faith-based politics of a new generation, and he will carry that banner to whatever heights of power his God and the American people allow. The faith that fuels this vision is fashioned from the hard-won truths of Obama's own spiritual journey. He was raised by grandparents who were religious skeptics and by a mother who took an anthropologist approach to faith. Religion is an important force in human history. Understand it whether you make it your own or not. Nurtured as a child in the warm religious tolerance of the Hawaiian Islands and the multiculturalism of Indonesia in the late 1960s and early 1970s, he grew into a young man for whom race was more of a crisis than religion. As the son of a white American mother, and a black African father who left the family when Barack was only two years old, he felt too white to be at home among his black friends and too black to fit easily into the white world of his grandparents and mother. He was a man without country. Ever the emotional expatriate, he was haunted by displacement through his college years and through his troubling experience as a community organizer in Chicago. It was not until he rooted himself in the soil of Trinity United Church of Christ on Chicago's south side that he began to find healing for his loneliness and answers for his incomplete worldview. He experienced for the first time both connection to God and affirmation as a son of Africa. He would also be exposed to a passionate Afrocentric theology and a Christian mandate for social action that permanently shaped his politics. Through Trinity, he found the mystical country for which his soul had longed. Yet he also found that through this country flowed a bitter stream. As he quickly came to understand, Trinity Church's broad Christianity was permeated by a defining, if understandable, spirit of anger toward white America, toward a history of black suffering, and toward a U.S. government that consistently lived beneath the promise of her founding vision. If Obama himself refused to drink from this bitter stream, he was mentored by those who did. The senior pastor at Trinity, Dr. Jeremiah A. Wright, Jr., had for decades given poetic voice to the anger of his people, and when his sermons reached the broader American public during the 2008 presidential campaign, it created the worst crisis of Obama's candidacy. Still, besieged by critics from both the political right and left, Obama initially refused to abandon his pastor. Neither did he abandon his role as champion of the religious left, and in this, his timing was perfect, for the religious winds were just then shifting in American politics. As the 2008 presidential campaign season unfolded, the religious right, the coalition of faith-based social conservatives that had defined the debate over religion and American politics for nearly three decades, was in disarray, if not decline. Jerry Falwell and D. James Kennedy revered fathers of the movement, had recently died. Other leaders had been sidelined through scandal and folly. Ted Haggard, president of the influential National Association of Evangelicals, had fallen into disgrace through drug abuse and sexual immorality. Pat Robertson, once the leading voice of the religious right, had earned nationwide scorn when he called for the assassination of Venezuela's Hugo Chavez, and then intimated that Israel's Prime Minister, Ariel Sharon, lay in a coma due to God's anger over Israeli land-for-peace policies. Clearly, the lions of the movement were passing from the scene, 
but a passing of the baton to a new generation of national leaders was nowhere in sight. No longer unified and able to speak with one voice, the leaders of the religious right each went their own way in endorsing Republican candidates. Pat Robertson, long an anti-abortion stalwart, endorsed Rudy Giuliani, the only pro-choice candidate among the Republicans. Bob Jones III, leader of the deeply fundamentalist Bob Jones University, endorsed the only Mormon candidate in the race, Mitt Romney. Longtime religious right kingmaker James Dobson issued statements attacking first Fred Thompson and then John McCain, only to endorse Mike Huckabee less than a month before the ex-governor dropped out of the race, much too late to have done any good. Strangely, few among the religious right seemed initially interested in Huckabee, a former Baptist preacher who spoke openly of his faith and extolled the virtues of faith-based politics. Of the remaining highly visible...